Welcome to A Couch Divided Podcast. My name is Nick. Alongside with me, as always, the wonderful, beautiful Dr. Robin Hall. Hello. 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 What were you doing just now? You're you, you looking like, like oh. you had a stain on your shirt or something? Yeah, I thought I had like, um, <laughs> I usually miss flour. Yeah. I use a lot of flour. I bake a oh, lot. Okay. And so I have noticed in the last several months that I will not realize I've got like a flower <laughs> dusting going yeah. on. And so I very frequently find myself just like checking out my. Yeah. This is the reason why shirt. we don't do a video podcast right now. <laughs> well, I have insecurities about looking like a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't bake. At oh. all. You had a reason. Oh, too, my like, gosh. You know, like, um, <laughs> I, too, have insecurities about looking like a disaster. <laughs> Yeah. on the camera you that's true there's like less there yeah. is like a less anonymity in a video yeah. versus just a like, a, like an audio yeah i'd rather describe what i'm <laughs> i don't want to do any you, of that you i would rather see. you guys in your own mind's eye yeah. decide what it looks like right now this is elegant it's an elegant right. studio nick is wearing a double-breasted yes pinstripe yes <laughs> and i am in a tiara yeah and <laughs> gown <laughs> That's and, the only way we can record. And the reality is ready for prom. sweatpants from Costco. So. <laughs> Mine are from Amazon. Uh, Amazon. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> funny. And it's more like a uh, like legging type pant. Like they're not really like, do these even qualify as pants? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't own any of those or anything. Yeah. This is a girl thing. <laughs> this is for a sure. very popular thing. To wear now. Yeah. Oh, and also like the source of much contention yeah. among people, but I try not to let my, Whatever. my booty bottom. I, I just, uh, whatever. <laughs> like, so many wander freely when I'm wearing them. There's, so, there's although so, I do feel in that sometimes. There's so many convictions out there. Yeah. That you don't know what to do with them. You know? yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, okay. All right. right. All I right. feel, yeah. Well, we won't be having lunch. <laughs> which is you know a disappointment because i was really hoping that i would you know gain your affection and approval <laughs> because of the pants that you're wearing <laughs> so um so sarcastic yes so this is our second week <laughs> a week late um this is our second installment mm -hmm. of the bad theology hurts people yeah series and like we said at the beginning of our last episode this is going to be something that's ongoing mm -hmm. right um yeah we'll do this uh throughout uh periodically yeah periodically and whenever we, we need to add to it but we did feel like we should continue uh in the series for at least one more episode right, now. right. you had some stories uh last week i have some stories this week Right. About just in certain uh, situations where, you know, counseling people and things like that. We'll get into that. Um, and then my own thoughts and uh, 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 and things that I've dealt with. So, like, how... Having bad interpretation of scripture. Right. Having misinformed right. or distorted right. theological underpinnings have yeah. impacted you. And, and in ways, I'm glad I've gone through that and, uh, and learned from that, too, as well. Yeah. And, uh, We'll talk about the, uh, despite your theology, how, uh, uh, how God will right. ultimately, um, you know, bring you down that, that solid path that you need to, to walk on, you know, right. Effort. Of no effort of your own, yeah. like uh, of mm -hmm. no interference mm -hmm. of yours either. You know, you know for that. 
Paul has said, I labored, uh, you know, harder than anybody, but yet it was not I, you know, it was the grace of God with me. So, uh, um, yeah, not I, but Christ in me, yeah. I lo- I've been totally digging that for the yeah. last few days. And yeah. I was so excited when, yeah. yeah, uh, Nick, I got the pleasure of listening to our very own Nick Thomas preach yesterday morning for an hour and 20 minutes. And he did, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he did wonderfully. And, um, they did such a great, I loved the music at the beginning. It was so awesome with the choir. They did up great, there. Yeah. 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 I love choir. I, I have a feeling the, that I'm just really missing choir and would love for Apologia to have the, a choir. The girl that plays the violin. Uh, oh, she's so. So talented. Yeah. She was playing an oboe before church even started. Yeah. <laughs> and then, or clarinet maybe. I don't know. I don't know the difference. I, th- <laughs> I think it was, a cl- I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> and then. And then a violin, and then the last song she had a ukulele. Yeah, <laughs> and I would go. This girl is just she's super talented, <laughs> she's and super she talented. couldn't what have been more than like fourteen. How old is she? I, she looked like fourteen. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, and her outfit yeah. was darling too. Yes. Not that any they'll ever hear this, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was very impressed by her. Too. Yeah, yeah. And so I just like seeing her bring all the instruments up there and. Mm-hmm add to it and uh, very basic choir very basic it's super cool yeah and uh very um it was very good yeah, yeah it's fun. and uh I, I certainly like what they were doing we need to choir more that should be like a catchphrase of mine we need to choir more <laughs> we should yeah. choir more yeah yeah <laughs> uh yeah fun stuff yeah well before we get into anything we're, we're going <coughs> to continue the topic of um, bad theology hurts people um, if you would like to contact us, you can contact us on a oh, couch yeah. divided podcast at gmail.com. The housekeeping. Yeah. Find us uh, on social media at a catch divided pod, Instagram, same uh, name on Facebook. Yes. Um, as well. We are, we know our <laughs> website is still under construction. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, think you yeah. still get the little. We so, sometimes, we, yeah, yeah. We're, we're trying to figure out what to do with it and, uh, you know, and the, the finances yeah. and all that stuff too, as well. We'll, we'll get that going. However, uh, we are are seeing our downloads, you know, uh, grow continually. Yeah, that's steadily pick up. Yeah, guys. And that's, that's um, pretty cool. And that's because of you. And so maybe, you know, um, tell people about us. Yeah. Tell people about us. And, and when we start thinking about the website, uh, we can actually have an audience, um, yeah. orientated instead of just throwing up everything that you can just get on Spotify anyway. Right. Kind of thing like that. Right. right? Oh and yeah. So, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and so now we, uh, uh, I think you have a reason to go to a Catch Divided <laughs> podcast. Right, com. something fun. Yeah, we still own the name, so uh, yeah, you know, I know. But yeah. yeah, well, we will. Yeah. Yes. And uh, maybe one day we'll sell divided couches. Uh, but this is all because uh, you listen, you share, yes. uh, you like, uh, you engage, uh, you comment, and you email, and we uh, we thank you. Yeah, uh, we thank uh, you. for that. Uh, we can't always get to your comments, and we can't always get to your emails, but we do read them. Sometimes we uh, address them on the air. Um, and, uh, we appreciate it and, uh, you know, yeah, you're not, uh, you're not overlooked. Oh, no, sure. no, no. I try really hard to get back to people's comments and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, some of you write novels <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> However, well, wh- it's hard in like the time we have allotted yeah. to podcasts. And right? I, I'm not disparaging you write as much as you want. Yeah, please do. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and, but also forgive us if we don't get back to you immediately. Rule of thumb is how many ever paragraphs that you have is how many months it's going to take. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, no. Six paragraphs. Six so months. We'll get to you uh, in the middle of the year. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually great. Like, we're going to be coming up on, like, a t- complete total of three years doing this. 
It doesn't even seem that long. That is crazy. Yeah, it seems Nick. like we just started this little thing. I don't even know how many episodes we have. Do you know how many we've got? I mean, it's I have to check, but it's it's reaching towards 100. No so, way. Yeah, yeah. No, it isn't. Are you serious? Uh, we should do something. I'm, I'm seeing, I'm, you know, I may be over speaking, but I'll <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well. Uh, it well, feels like it. I have no idea where we are. It feels like it, doesn't it? You know, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know what it feels like. It. I. I know that we've been doing it a while. It's been a part of our lives for a while. Yeah. It's like a fixed part of our lives. Right. I remember at the beginning of the uh, the podcast, we were. I think we were. If you go back into the earlier episodes, we were trying to find it sound so professional with our voices. You know what, what I mean? Oh. Or at least I was. Um, and I go, that's not even how you talk, Nick. Stop it. Stop it. Be real. I, I should go back and listen. I had a cringe moment and it was the, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse video that we did. Oh yeah. And it was a good video. Um, but you, you'll see me at the, at the, <laughs> the beginning of the video. I laugh at all, uh, this the whole time. I cringe. I speaking like a news reporter. Like, Are you? And I'm like, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, maybe you have heard of him. <laughs> I don't remember. I really don't remember. Eight I should go listen. Three people and one was left injured. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just talking. <laughs> oh, my and gosh. Then, and then it flashes to you on the couch and you're describing that courtroom moment that he had. And it was just you. It was just Dr. Robin. And I'm like, oh, this man. is how you should have done it. I like, totally I do why. stuff like that, too, though. Uh, I'll, uh, yeah. If you want to make fun of me on that video, go ahead. Go check go. it out. So <laughs> it's on our Facebook page, the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse video. And actually, that... I don't, I don't even remember the date. I wouldn't say it went viral, but it kind of yeah, got People about five, it. six thousand views. I mean, it was all well, over the internet. Viral, yeah, but yeah. yeah. It, it it's what uh, some of those videos. It's more people than you and I know in person. <laughs> some of those videos that we posted went viral in other places, and it turned my personal Facebook page into a digital creator page default. Oh, weird! Facebook. I didn't even change it, and all of a sudden, I was looking on Facebook one day, and my name is trending. Oh, that's hilarious! And I go, why? And I go, oh, it's this video, and I go, and then. All of a sudden, my Facebook page changed to a digital creator. Oh, weird. And I go, all right, I don't deserve that or anything like that. Well, you are. Yeah. You are a digital creator. Well, yeah, for sure. But like three or four people usually <laughs> like my posts. It was just one instance. Where right, <laughs> right. Where what we said, like it was relevant in the like. If you if you post on social media, if you post on social media long enough, mm -hmm. you'll get your five 10 minutes of fame. Oh. <laughs> usually, usually oh. something will happen. If you just keep posting videos, something will happen. At least one of your videos. And that I don't think, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think you are, I think you are underestimating your talent and I think you are overestimating the average video posted yeah, by a social yeah. media and, user, myself included. In and one injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay. so funny to look at though. I don't know why, you know, it's well, like, I mean, everything should be an evolution i feel like if we couldn't look back at the beginning of our podcast and think wow we have changed a lot mm. we are better at this we mm. um then that would be a big problem yeah that would be a big problem and this is a, a good segue into the topic that we're uh well we're revisiting yeah. a little bit from last um, week and it kind of ties into because we we're talking about bad theology hurts people right, a grander topic uh was there anything in the beginning of your walk that you believed that you don't believe now and that would have been better if you actually believed the right like thing? Like you had had, yeah. like would have been more suitable. Yeah. Uh, it would have been better for you. Like mm -hmm. it, you would have had an easier time mentally mm -hmm. had you actually had the correct oh my goodness, theology, you know, right? So, know, um, so let's just go right into this, yeah. I suppose, you know. Um, 
I would have been better off understanding the totality of what it means to be saved by faith and faith alone. Yeah. And that there is no condemnation in Jesus Christ. I'm pretty sure most of us struggle yeah. with all of that right I now. I believed the doctrine, you know, and I've talked about this in previous so, episodes. Yeah. Um, I believed the doctrine. I didn't even know there was a thing called works. Like, I don't even know why they called it works. You right. Know? So what Nick is saying is he wished he had understood in a more complete way mm-hmm. that being, f- what being forgiven mm-hmm. actually means, mm-hmm. what it, that really means. And right. ultimately that is where we're going to come to as our, like bad theology hurts people mm. um as as like we you know an extension mm. of our converse our first little installment here like you ever heard the phrase it's not a religion it's a relationship oh yes yeah many times um i get what they're saying i'm not disparaging anybody from using that i really don't understand <laughs> what they are trying to and that's because you're a mature christian who understands what it what religion does, is not a bad thing <laughs> well but i don't but okay i don't yeah, yeah. i do i am most slightly confused what, about what, what that means what they're really saying is that religion is works it's do's and don'ts oh oh. the relationship with christ is all you need oh, and oh. it's not about okay any of those that things. actually that makes a ton of sense that right right that so right I, on up. again i understand what they're okay. saying okay yeah no that definitely makes sense. however without any kind of theological knowledge that statement i'm just gonna i'm just this is i'm speaking for me here mm-hmm. gave me a lot of anxiety the yeah. the idea that well i knew that jesus saved me from my sin right uh-huh. and i knew that i couldn't sin so why yeah, am i wait a minute you know that you couldn't sin yeah after i'm with jesus i have to walk a holy life oh, I, I can't okay. live like i used to right okay live. so what nick didn't mean is that he then became sinless like christ uh, yeah what he meant I'm, is that he he would no longer be able to willfully sin. Yeah, I, uh, I am, um, I understood that. Yeah, but I, w- I was walking like I had to be perfect, like everything. I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was okay. walking like that. And and God does call us to perfection. He says, "Be holy as I am holy." He's, and, he is sanctifying us, yeah. and ultimately, like that is how God says it yeah. will be he, in the end. He can't expect anything lesser than Himself, which is perfect. This is why we need Jesus, right? You know, um, if He um, uh, expected, um, well, you know, uh, I'm perfect, but you don't need to be, then mm-hmm. there was no reason for the atonement. Right. The wrath of God wouldn't be on us right. whatsoever. And so I understood that because my conversion was so powerful that I understood like what I've done in my life, Christ has seen, right. I'm a man of unclean lips. Right. And then he touched the, uh, and then he pulled the coal out and touched my lips and, mm-hmm just like he did with uh, Isaiah. Isaiah. That's exactly my conversion. But I used to hear this. It's not a religion. It's a, a relationship kind of thing. And I go, okay, yeah, it's, it's just it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's all I heard when right. I was growing up. And See, it is. Well, to me, that my that's the thing where I stalled out because relationship to me is the way that, for whatever reason, the way that that phrase mm. s- sounds, the implication to me is that it's emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it's not about, it's not about yeah. like a standard. Mm-hmm. It's about how it makes you feel mm-hmm. like that's w- how I read it. But, mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of sense what you are mm-hmm. explaining that what people are trying to get at with that statement is actually 
we have a faith that is free. Like it's gifted to us by God and it isn't because we don't get it because we earn it. That we have no part in our salvation in that way, except for the sin that earned it. But there was no resolve in my heart because though I knew I had a relationship with Christ because I do uh, did believe that he saved me. So conversion necessary. Yeah. Yeah. The conversion was powerful. It was even empirical and, um, um, and, uh, uh, uh emotional and feelings and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I saw my sin, you know, and I knew I needed to not be that guy right, anymore. That was, yeah. that was the, uh, the basic lament as you can get bottom right. of the barrel theology. Christ is Lord. He saved you from your sin. Yeah. Right. Not to do that. Those anymore. are like the, the tenant <laughs> pillars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. But then if it's not a religion, why am I trying to not sin anymore. Are you going to say that Christ wants me to sin and right. he just wants to talk with me? This seems like a God that doesn't exist actually. And uh, that actually made me more angstful by viewing, it's not a religion, it's a relation. It made me more angstful in viewing that because I wasn't, I still was convicted of sin. But so, you felt like you didn't have to bother with it? Like well, that was the theology? or It just didn't make sense. If they're going to say it's not a religion, then why am I convicted of so much sin oh, oh. That I, and I have to not do this? Like what's wrong with me right. that I feel so right. like I, I hate my sin. I'm so broken over what, my sin. What's with the fear of the Lord? I gotcha. And respecting him and understanding his law if it's not a religion. <laughs> it's huh. just a relationship. Here's the thing. I see. I, I've switched that saying. It's a religion because it's a relationship. And let me under, uh, and let me unpack this. Uh Christ says, follow me. Uh The entire new Testament is talking about how to live a Christian life. Yes. (laughs) He, uh, Paul rebukes some churches for breaking the law and for living in that. Right. Right. Uh, He's talking about incest in some cases. Mm -hmm. He's talking about sexual morality. He's talking about thievery. He's talking about do not, you put the, you can't live in sin anymore. And then he reiterates the law. And then James says that pure religion that is holy and pleasing to God is to take care of widows and orphans. Right. right? And then, and then he goes, and to keep yourself from being stained Mm -hmm. by the world, which is, we can need to live holy. Right, right. So help the people in need. Right. And live a holy life. Right. What's that sound like? Love God, love neighbor. Right. And he unpacks that. Mm-hmm. And he's speaking very Jewishy here. An so, orphan and widow kind of thing. It's all over the Old Testament. Okay, so you, okay, let me, let me see if I can track this. So mm-hmm. because of the, like, misguided mm-hmm. understanding mm-hmm. that you had. Mm-hmm. It made you believe that, like, essentially, you you became really conscious, conscience heavy, mm-hmm. and so like anytime you felt like something was bad or wrong, like mm-hmm. you would get extreme anxiety mm-hmm. as a result. Yeah, of I, it. I didn't have my conscience settled um, as I far gotcha. as what, and it's not what I could do or couldn't do or anything like that. It was. What was, you know, was, what was, what was right, it, what, what was, was right expected? in the sight of God? What wasn't, what was expected of, of me? Right. Yeah. What was expected? What's my responsibility? Right. There's God. It's be something. Right. Right. right? I can't just, oh, I believe right. and then go about my day. Really? Right. Can I? So there was um, no separation between like your status as a, like right. salvation. Right. And then this is how I live as a Christian. <laughs> right. Right. Going forward. Yeah, I, I knew the basics, right? I mean, I, I come from drug addiction. It wasn't really hard for me to go. 
I ought not to do that. Anymore, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. And especially with the conviction under the fact you that don't look far like your right. sin is black yeah. and filthy and putrid and death ridden, like yeah. right in your face. And so, that. you know, I was entirely walking around uh, understanding that the judgment of God is on me all the time. He's like right. looking at me all the time and I can't do I can't live anymore. Well, here's the thing. Yes, he is with you all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are called to a holy life. Yes. You need to understand his law because there was something lodged in my conscience that I was actually doing things that weren't really sin, but to my heart they were, so I was constantly sinning. Sure. If that makes sense. Like you yeah. thought you felt like it was guilt, sinning. Guilt, 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 yeah. guilt, guilt, right. guilt. Not and all guilt, just because you feel guilty doesn't mean yeah. that you're being convicted of sin. As soon as I started to understand the scripture, I go, oh. Yeah. <laughs> But more importantly, before I even dove into that, I had to get into my heart that I am not condemned by God. Yeah. Not as a, a pass to sin. Right. And this is why I go, I mean, I, and, I, and I'm reading all the Puritans and I'm reading Charles Spurgeon and I'm reading all the early church fathers. They had no quarrels about calling Christianity a religion. Yeah, yeah. It is a religion. Yeah, it is a religion. It's the religion. Right, it's the, yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything else is man-made. Uh -huh. God does provide you with his, listen guys, he does provide you with his word so that you may practice it. You're right. a fallen creature, so right. you need to practice it, right? Uh, otherwise, if you were perfect, there was no practice needed. It's just right. what you do. <laughs> right. Um, right. It's just, you know, with whatever understanding you've been given, you're perfect in that. Understanding. Well, and if you're capable of doing it perfectly, then you don't need Jesus. And yep. that's just not the case. He says, follow me. And this is how to follow me. Mm -hmm. uh, he says, abide in me. And this is how to abide in right. me. It's not abide in me uh, as mere belief. Right. However, I did not... Uh, what I also uh, would see in it's not a religion, it's a relationship mm -hmm. is they're all they're also combating against works based salvation. Which, so I understand why sayings like this pop up because sure. works based salvation. This is what I've understood about my religion. Right. Is that works based salvation will not get you into heaven. Of course not. But because it will you fall short. But it will drive you absolutely one hundred percent crazy trying to right. be perfect and sinless. Yeah. And then at the same time, faith without works is dead. Right. So how do I balance these things? Right. It seems so confusing. The Catholic Church uh, teaches faith and works. Right. And let's just say it that, uh, that way, you know, lamely, right. faith and works. That's right. That's right. Mormons, faith and works. Right. Even though some of them are... I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. Mormon doesn't know what they believe anymore. A lot of uh, yes, Jehovah's Witnesses will still yes, very tell you works, straight up. Works based. Yep. Works based salvation. You, they will tell you. They, every every cult or faction uh, that they, deviates they, from scripture. They quote James. Yeah. When they. Faith without, works is yeah. Dead. Faith without works is dead. You actually read the context of that right. scripture. You'll realize that he's not talking about works based salvation. Not, he's right. talking about what saving faith looks like. Right. What happens and saving when faith you, works. When you are. Of the right. true Christian faith. And we want everything to be black and white. And so even though that the Holy Spirit was testifying to the fact that, yeah, you do need to labor. Yeah. You do need to do good. Yes. You, uh, uh, you do need to practice righteousness yeah. and to do justice Guys. and to walk humbly with your God. Guys, he, okay. <laughs> he, look at Genesis. Go spend some time in your Old Testament. Look at what God commands Adam to do. Like, mm -hmm. 
we were given a garden, a cultivated mm. garden. We were given good work for our hands. He, Adam was told to take dominion. The first job he has is to go name everything. Mm. Okay, like if you have any question about things that God value, look at creation. Like look what he tells us about the things that he values. All creation is a testament to his glory, mm. right? All creation will sing your praise. That's real. Mm. Like, that's a true, true statement. Mm. Oh, man, I'm going to, like, spin off into a completely Do different Do it. topic. Well, and it's it's another reason why no one will it will ever be able to deny, deny that they knew mm. God. Right. They knew the created, they knew the creator and his creation, mm. the way that he created Yeah, as C.S. Lewis said, so, I mean, hearkening back to Adam, uh, Adam I, I might resonate with what C.S. Lewis said. It's like, uh, we all remember something that we've never had. Yes, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I know. He's such a good, he, uh, <laughs> And he, it paints it perfectly. It's just, there is a mysterious connection with us and Adam. Obviously, he's right. our head, right? You know, that's Romans 5. He represents us. Well, so God, um, like, God is going to give us good, we should, we should thrive, right? If mm. God's giving us good work, then we should thrive when our hands are doing that mm. good work, right? So, how do I draw the line between becoming legalistic and feeling like I have to, yeah. I have to move in a, like a chessboard, mm. right? Like in this, this way. And if I step outside of my square, the rules of that particular token, mm. like I'm going to fall into the pit of death. Mm. And you remember that story I told you about putting the Bible in the back seat. Yes. And I was like, I put Jesus in the back seat. Oh, and we have, um, <laughs> we have, we got a few messages from different people that were like, oh my gosh, I, I related to that so hard. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> so that I love that. I mean, I feel so bad that you like were in that place. Oh my goodness. But I'm so, it's so like heartening. It's embarrassing. No, no, no. It's No, no, no. It's so, it's encouraging to know what God's done. Like how, how good, how being well discipled and being dedicated to studying the Bible, like studying scripture, making yourself into the kind of mad that God says a godly man should be. And and I'm glad I found out scripturally because uh, I listen uh, again. It doesn't take a Jesus to know that uh, a a genius, a Jesus, (laughs) it doesn't take a genius. Was that a Freudian? God God forgive me. God forgive me. That was a Jesus Uh, slip. uh, It it doesn't take a genius to understand that you can't keep living like that, putting the Bible in the back seat and and being convicted. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so a lot of them will create their own law to prevent, prohibit yeah. them from the madness. And we do that a lot. We yeah. make exceptions. Well, you know, like God says not to do that, but like, come on, like I, I need to No, uh, it actually says in the Bible, you know, what you need to do. And in fact, um, there's nothing about putting the Bible in the back seat, or that actually means that you're putting Jesus in the back seat. If you would actually read that Bible, Nick, <laughs> you would have understood that a little bit more. Um, um, I had my own presuppositions that I brought into the kingdom, uh, because of what I've been, you know, when I grew up with the culture around me, what certain people have said, Oh man, me too. There's all kinds of different theologies, uh, out there. Um, not everybody agrees, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was just seeing comments on Facebook right now, uh, about the KJV version as opposed to the, uh, uh, another version and people quarreling over that too, as well. Not understanding textual criticism at all mm. and I want to engage in the conversation no. I'm like I'm not going to spend three hours explaining the manuscript tradition no. in here no no I you know, no. <laughs> mm. I, you know like 
it drives you mad. And so your ultimate defense mechanism is to wrap it up in a nice, neat package that you can uh, 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 acclimate to and then go forward. If that means that I have to spend the entire eternity in angst and I can't you know, put the Bible in the back seat, then so be it. That's what I was thinking. That was your state of mind. I just didn't understand how much of a right. It doesn't matter how take. uncomfortable I am. Right. If God calls me to do it, I'm going to do it. But you got to make sure God's actually calling you right. to do it. But you mentioned something very, very heavy. You know, it's, it's, you know, delightful to see how far we've come in yes. that. And we've recognized that the grace of God brought us to a, a, a better wisdom without determining our own law. He showed us his word right. and we were able to, by the wisdom of the world, uh, the word discern what we could do and what we couldn't do and how to live a holy life and how to not live a holy life. And, uh, um, you know, um, my responsibilities towards my neighbor and the church and all of that stuff. Um, and what this, does the passage actually say and original languages and all of that stuff, you come a, a, a long way. I didn't have any of that stuff in mm-hmm. the, and uh, this is why discipleship pastors, you need to disciple your right. uh, uh, congregation is important because we are walking around with angst, trying to shut off the residue of a sinful life that we bring into the kingdom. Right, our come flesh. as you are. Right. Oh, it's come as you are, come as you are. Right. And then after you and come, and good luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to choke on the really horrible back. So, and I think, like you were heading towards this point, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really helpful to remember that before you were a Christian. So, like. I was not raised as a Christian. I was a militant atheist before Mm. I was saved. It it is helpful to remember, right, that no matter where, like, God saved you from, Mm. if you were blessed enough to have been raised in a Christian household, Mm. I was, my household was not Christian, and I was Mm. a militant atheist. Right, there was some discipline there that I remember, yeah. Um, uh, You were still practicing a religion mm-hmm. as an atheist. I was still practicing a religion. Sure. So I can't like a, a really serious one mm. with terrible circular logic, mm. like it was horrible. Um, and I was borrowing from a Christian worldview mm. the whole time. I still have that bad theology come up sometimes mm. like now it comes up much more subtly. Right. Mm. So that's like when I, that's where I think you were heading. You know what I mean? This, we are not saved. And then we immediately divorce ourselves of all of the bad habits and bad theology that we come into God's kingdom with. And some of us spent, hi, my name is Robin, 25 years practicing the other religion. Right. And getting really good at practicing that yeah. religion mm-hmm. or, you know, various different religions, a, right. an amalgam of all these different components well, that I wanted to, you practice. know, one thing we do, you know, in sinful lives is we try to justify it, you know, oh, yeah. like I said, I, I, and, and just, just goes back to the point we were just making is that we'll create our own law or acclimate to something that allows us to, you know, acclimate right. comfortably, you right. know what I right. mean? This and is, to what live I'm, comfort- this is how I'm used to living. This is how I'm used to operating. Right. 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 Um, and it, they, we always have our commandments, you know what right. I mean? And I follow these and you should follow these. And if you don't, we have our own dogmas and we don't see that, right. that we're actually doing the same thing that religions, that you can't escape it. You're going to practice something. something You're going to serve something. We have been created to worship. I think Bob Dylan said that you will serve something. Mm-hmm. Like also Jesus said you were a slave to righteousness or a to slave sin. to sin. Yeah. So yeah. I think 
it like the I like I like that we started with the relationship versus or the religion versus not a relation mm-hmm. not a religion a relationship mm-hmm. because um it does lead into like you explaining it in that way it leads very much into one of the things that I think lots of Christians participate in um not necessarily with any awareness a lot of the time or intention. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so the crux of it, I'm like trying to figure out how to, how to throat punch articulate this. Mm-hmm. If you are a Christian, mm-hmm. right? You best behave like you actually believe mm-hmm. That you are forgiven. Yeah. I mean, Paul says, walk in a manner that is worthy of the gospel that you've received. Right. So that means that when you do sin, Mm -hmm. you do everything within your control and power to repent of that sin, Mm -hmm. to kill it, to put it to death, to get accountability, whatever it is that you need. Right. And then you spend exactly zero time self whipping Mm -hmm. or like wallowing in self understanding that you're not condemned. Right. This is the good news. Good news. So like you're just you're allowed to just fix your actions now without actually right, without going to hell. having to yeah. like take the whip and mm-hmm. flog yourself. Mm-hmm. And there's the grace of God who's extremely patient um, helps you. You're not alone. Right. The Holy Spirit actually teaches you the things of Christ. Well, and quit making the mistake of projecting your own sinful flesh onto the only reason <laughs> onto why you knew God. It was, it was the only reason why you knew it was sin in the first place. Excuse me. Right. Uh, but first of all, your conscience. But then also, if you know the particularities of it, that was the Holy Spirit. Right. And and you notice that there's a difference between conviction and accusation. Yes. Okay. So oh, this yeah. is how huge, you know that it's huge. from the devil or not. Yeah. Know? Right. I think um, it's so easy to be like easily detoured from keeping your focused focus on Christ. Right. And putting your focus back on you Mm. and you're going to fail and you're going to feel psychological consequences of that every time it happens. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you are essentially following the idol of self Mm -hmm. and that, includes when you are wallowing in depression and misery, when you are so consumed by the fact that you are a failure, that you are paralyzed. Yeah. It's sometimes it's so overwhelming that, um, you're just, you're just tired of feeling that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I I once knew a a break. I, 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 somebody told me the story about their cousin who, um, was addicted to, um, you know, pornography on the internet and, um, was feeling convicted every time he looked at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so his solution was, I guess I just don't believe in Jesus anymore because I'm tired of feeling guilty about this. <laughs> okay, right. So that's bad theology. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's so easy. Because it, it, it's because religion is because of Christianity why my mental health is failed. Uh, is failed. Yeah. And uh, guess what? He was a little mo- bit more happier afterwards because he was allowed to sin. Right. And God then, turned him over. And then eventually that dopamine will out wear out and he'll be back right back into the yeah same madness now there was probably other things going on in his life that was the one particular thing but a lot of people will trade jesus for 30 pieces of silver yeah and then eventually go out and hang themselves in a field uh, in a field and fall headlong Mm -hmm. uh, that's an image isn't it you don't know who i'm talking about that's that's judas yeah yeah um so I I didn't give this disclaimer. I 
hope I'm making sense. I feel like I'm kind of jarbled, but mm. I didn't give this disclaimer. This is something that I struggle with. The remembering, like always having in the forefront of my mind, the truth about who God is, the truth mm. about who I am in relationship with God because of Christ, mm. what that means about my status to every, like um, how I relate to absolutely everything else in my life mm. should be informed by that. Right. right. Like I am, that doesn't give me license to sin. Mm. It doesn't give me license to be careless. Mm. It also doesn't give me license to sit in self pity and misery and mm. wallow like I don't have a creator mm. that died for every single sin mm. I would ever commit 2000 years before I was born. Mm. You said something yesterday in your sermon that I was like, Oh, I love that. And it was, uh, everybody in this room, like that's just like believing Christian, all the sin that Jesus died for. And like, as it r relates to you was all future sin. Mm -hmm like sin that actually hadn't been committed yet. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh man, that blows my mind. Why don't yeah. been like, and so despite him, uh, of him knowing who you were right. going to be, he still went to the cross. Right. Like that yeah. we, I'm also not saying that I believe really this side of eternity, this side of the resurrection that we're going to fully comprehend what this means. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think our like we have the capacity to really understand. I think sin interferes there. Mm -hmm. um, but I need to be acting. I need to be filtering my thoughts and my feelings through. Mm -hmm. Like, does this reflect my actual status mm -hmm. as a human being mm -hmm. in, in existence in the world? Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I... I'm a forgiven daughter of the king, part of a royal priesthood, mm -hmm. a like procured remnant, a people, right? That God chose specifically. Doesn't this I'm, I'm not allowed to like be depressed for three weeks because <laughs> I feel like I didn't do something perfectly. Right, right. I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah. And if I'm in that place, I need to repent of yeah. what my... And of, it's okay. You yeah. know what I mean? And he, here's the thing. God knows your substance. Yes. He knows how to handle you. Yes. He knows why you're sad. Yeah. And, um, um, but then, yeah, it, we couple that with the, uh, with repentance. It frees you up because you're not ignoring all of the, right. the sin at that point. Right. He is pointing him out, yet our God is still sweet and merciful. Mm-hmm. With soft rebukes. I mm -hmm. mean, let's just, let's just like, we, I deserve a finger in the face every single time. And trust me, I've gotten the divine finger every <laughs> once in a while. If you want to say it that way. It's not the middle one. It's an index finger. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, what I mean by that is I've, I've acted outrageously sometimes oh, yes. where I can feel the Holy Spirit go young yes. man. Uh, oh my <laughs> gosh. I but, have like, hurt people yeah. as a Christian. Yeah. I have done, I have done damage as yeah. a Christian and I will. Mm. And I hate that, mm. but I hate that because I hate the sin that that is it that propagates it and i hate the sin right. because god saved me right from it right but again that doesn't mean that i'm never going to sin again mm -hmm. so right. you know and, and 
you know, and, and, and Christ would look at you and go, you know, daughter, pick your ear, pick your head up. Right. You're not condemned. I forgive you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Repent. Let's turn around. Right. Here's the way. Right. Redirect. You're right. You don't get to sit depressed right. for three weeks. <laughs> right. Get up. But he understands why. Right. And so, um, and without having to empathize right. either. Yeah. By being that oh. sovereign. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it blows it's, my mind. It, it really does. Like, uh, he doesn't need to walk in your shoes. It's like one of the, <laughs> it's one of those things that I imagine is like both so similar why I don't to get our the, own experiences yeah. as actual, as reflections, as image bearers, but also so desperately yeah. different, like That's, vastly apart. This is why I can't stand the, he gets us campaign. Oh my gosh. Those commercials. It's starting to show up on my Bible app too, as like devotionals and stuff like that. Oh, like really? they're already, they they're cranking out so much material in there. They're, they're, the commercials are well done, by the way. Oh, <laughs> very well are, done. Yeah, uh, but and and clearly like expensive. Yes, Lots of money. Yeah, and I'm looking at it and I go, he gets us. Uh, listen, that's not the reason why he came down here. No, uh, but no. yes, he did come in human flesh. He knows what it is to hunger and things like right. that. Um, but how dare we demand that from God that He actually get us? I mean, He created us. He knows me more than I know myself, right. and I'm the one that deals with myself. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Uh, he's not me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm only me, so he doesn't get it. No, he actually gets it a little deeper. Mm-hmm. He gets a little deeper than because that. Because he, he went to the cross when he didn't. He knows things about myself that I can't comprehend about myself, or mm-hmm. I'm not going to be honest. Let's just, just, just black and white. I, I don't have the capacity to be 100% honest of, about who I am. <laughs> and that's a shame. Uh, well, I think... Most of us need the spirit <laughs> for that. That's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Well, the thing for is, shame. I mean, you, we always talk about identity. You just talked about it. It's like, I, I don't get to sit here depressed for three weeks. I'm an image bearer of God. You listed all the attributes about yourself. Right. You see how important a view of oneself actually is. Right. And then one of that is, and I'm a, I'm a creature mm-hmm. molded and shaped by God himself. Right. And I need to understand, first of all, what an honor. And second of all, yeah. <laughs> what a grace, right. what, you know, what praise. I, I don't even deserve the gift of life here. And uh, I'm not saying just count your blessings, kid, even though count your blessings, kid. Right. <laughs> no, but, but no, what we're saying is, is God's the only thing that gives suffering actual yeah. tangible meaning. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with counting your blessings. Like but, real substance. Yeah. Yeah. But there is, yes, real substance behind this. It's a reality. It's mm-hmm. a life. Um, and yes, we should take it seriously. We yes. need to, we need to have that mind. And I'm, we're so blessed to have God understand our substances when he mercifully and sweetly and patiently corrects us. Yeah. And he gives us the Holy spirit to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I was void of that stuff. I had more works to base mm-hmm. righteousness well, outside of Christ that I could ha- never measure it never, up to. It never worked. It never worked. Right. You never actually. It creates narcissism. It creates anxiety. Perfectionism it creates, in a really unhealthy way. Right. Right. Uh, how many, like I was just watching a weight training video. Um, I've been going to the gym. I'm, I'm trying to get some tips and things like that. And this guy, I like the way he filmed it. Uh, once again, he was showing his journey from, you know, weight loss, 300 something odd pounds. Sure. Now he's like uh, 175 yoked out and things nice. like that. Young kid. And I'm like, Yes, go, go. I'm like, I'm rooting uh, for him throughout this documentary. It actually happened to him because of of a breakup. And he's like, let's just be honest. The reason why my girlfriend broke up with me is because I got really fat. That's what what he thought, at least. Yeah. 
it seemed to be true, or as far as that was good for the documentary that he was making, that it sure. would be true. <laughs> right. But then he goes, you know, and then so I went to the gym. I was like, I'm going to win her back. I'm a winner back. It you know was, what I mean? Yeah. Or at least I'm going to score somebody else kind of thing. That's yeah. what he's thinking. I go, mm-hmm. okay, that's probably not good. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and then I forgot. I forgot, you know, as I started losing the weight that I didn't need her. I forgot that I needed to do it for me. Oh, <laughs> and I go, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't need to do it for her. But you certainly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're laughing. And, uh, and, uh, and so it's like, I'm rooting for this guy. I go, Ah, you let me down. (laughs) I was like, yeah, you're the least, you're the least of everybody. It's so she. And so, um, but like what I, 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 what I'm talking about there is this is a part of bad theology too, as well, is that we sit there and dwell on ourselves so much. And when we create our own righteousness, when we create our own law, when we have our own dogmas, it's all Mm self-centered. It's always about you. Yeah, it is. And if you, if you believe, if you don't believe that's true, just spend a minute thinking about it harder. But then where does motivation come into play? We've been acclimated to an environment that says self-affirmation, self-love, right. self, self, right. self, 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 self. And we wonder why we have so much anxiety. Right. When we wonder, because we, we don't even. When we can't rescue right. ourselves from sin. Yeah. We get anxious. It's always about ourselves. Always about ourselves. Look at every celebrity that says that and then watch their mental health Ugh. issues go right uh, 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 I mean, into public. Could it be the reason why we're struggling so much with mental health issues is because we can't get of our own dang mind? Yeah. like the idle hands are the devil's playground (laughs) yes we're so concentrated on ourselves Mm -hmm. we don't understand the depths of our depravity Mm -hmm. and it will show and you will see it and it will depress you you can't but you cannot let hyper fixation on your own unrighteousness before god rob you of the like beauty the like Mm -hmm. freedom that Christ promises us mm-hmm. in salvation. You know, the reason why I go to the gym and this is not, and, and I, I, it took seven years to discern wisdom. And the reason why I'm going to the gym now is because God has given me a body. I want to honor God with that body. I kind of want to be around for a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And then also I, I was doing ministry and out of breath. Out of yeah. breath. Mm-hmm. And I go, Right. Yeah, kid, just repent. Just I got to go. Get home. another, just get yourself a toddler. And yeah. I was like, I don't want to. And now I feel great. Mm-hmm. You know, now I'm losing all kinds of weight. And, uh, you know, I can walk around. You know, my cardio was up. Mm-hmm. I have more stamina. I'm like, oh, this is great. Um, but then, you know, also, you know, where, and so the motivation of why I want to, I mean, I get all the benefits too as well. Sure. You know, you know, I'm just, you know, yes, I'm satisfied when I look, you know, in the mirror, yeah. all of that stuff. Making progress. But I, I must understand that the law of God is to love him and love neighbor. Mm-hmm. Vanity is not a part of those things. Right. And I, I, when I view self, I'm doing this for me and no one else. Because if I do it for somebody else, eh, right. they right. might not reciprocate. But I can always affirm myself kind of thing like mm-hmm. that. But here's the thing. God always affirms his children. You don't think that God wants me to be healthy? Right. In my body working right? Well, okay. And you think he would help me at the gym? He he does. So, like <laughs> we've also bought this like really interesting distortion of what af- what like being affirmed looks like, mm-hmm. right? Because essentially, what most people walk around believing is that if like it feels good, 
that's like the affirmation will feel good, mm. right? Like there will be like a, an, a, a positive associated feeling with it, or it will feel a certain way. Mm. Um, did you guys miss the part where Christ like went to die? Mm. We are not, we are not owed a get out of jail free pass around suffering. Mm. None of us are going to get out of this world without bleeding. No. I've probably said that a thousand times on this podcast. And, but like, as a, like if you have good theology guys and you read your Bible and you seek out good teachers that are, they're godly teachers right? You will find yourself so much more courageous in like having the backbone to know what you believe, right? And to fall back on what you believe. You Mm -hmm. start acting like you really believe what you believe, Mm -hmm. right? And not like you are this, you aren't forgiven. Like your status before God isn't actually 100% 100 completely Mm -hmm. taken care of by Jesus. Mm And you will fail at that. I will fail at it again. And hopefully each time we fail at it, we can pick ourselves up like more quickly and reorient back to Christ and away from Mm -hmm. self. And um, I needed to um, really get that into my heart uh, because of the angsts of trying to work and work and work and work and work would pull me down. I I didn't know who I was at that point. And so uh, it was better off for me. Right. When you were saved, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was better off for me to actually find out who God was first and then let him tell me who I am. Oh, I love that. Instead of self-identification. Yes, guys. And if like you are in that mental place right now, please take that advice. Like. Yes. Find out who, find out who God is first. Mm -hmm. And then my ask, I'm going to go a different route here. I'm going to go to the right here a little bit. My eschatology actually developed a little bit more of my identity and about the nature of Christ too as well. I realized that I, I, so I have a firm post-millennialism. It's often called the optimistic um, eschatology, you know me in those kinds of words. Yeah. However, let's for the sake of it is optimistic. Co- yes, mm-hmm. for conversation of vocabulary, it is optimistic. <coughs> I don't think that the world is going into hell in a handbasket. I do believe that the kingdom of God is growing. Sometimes that is through suffering that we mm-hmm. encounter uh, in, in in church history. We see the ebbs and flows and the ups and downs. I think that right now we're in a a down mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as uh, society goes. Yes. Um, but the the word of God says, don't look at the former days and act like uh, and say that they were better. It's right. not from wisdom that you say this. Right. There is nothing new under the sun. Right. Um, right. Um, so when I, I I look at that and I believe that the kingdom of God is growing, that Jesus brought the kingdom and He will find consummated on the day of judgment and resurrection i'm actually allowed to embrace right i can get teared up and actually say I'm, I'm allowed to embrace creation right i'm actually allowed to go hey i can create mm-hmm. i can work out i can't smile i can joke and can be mm-hmm. funny i can work things are meaningful now right and before I used to appeal to my own heart in my own self-identification. Right, to make it meaningful. Instead of God's reality mm-hmm. to make that meaningful. Right. I just swapped it. It's all God-centered now. I can create because of God. I can work out because of God. Right. I can do this and that and that and that and that and that. I, this is who I am because God. Right. And, and then I can reciprocate with that love 
to my neighbor. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm going to affirm anything, it's with those same kind of attributes. And this is how I can counsel as well. Right. And so when I counsel somebody and I see that they're living in sin, I, I will show them true identity and what they're doing and what they're acting like. And, uh, you know, very sweet, obviously. Um, but, um, it helps. It helps. And uh, now I can embrace life totality. I don't have to worry about, you know, everything doom and gloom anymore. And uh, time's a waste and time's a waste. And uh, Jesus is returning, uh, you know, in the next three seconds here. Right. So repent, uh, you know, you're, you're going to die. And don't get me wrong. I do a lot of evangelism, too, as well. But uh, this was part of taking dominion. This was part of uh, creation. This is part of uh, Christ renewing everything and making all things new thinking generationally So the totality of scripture from creation to uh uh uh, 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 eschatology and uh uh, my salvation in between all is linear and all came into play right then i finally understood who i was Um, we do, you know, the, uh, I was going to say at Glenn Beck here, but Aaron Beck, um, you know, CBT, mm-hmm. right. And he ha- always had three pillars, right. A view of self, view of the future, view of the world around you or the people in it. And if one of those pillars are fallen, right. um, it, uh, it's kind of like a domino effect. The others, uh, will fall and it creates depression, mm-hmm. internal dialogue, right. I actually agree with that. Sure. You know what I mean? If you have a. Uh, just a, a disastrous view of self. Chances are you're not going to have much hope for the future, and mm-hmm. you're not going to really like anybody around you. Yeah, either. I think they bleed. Yeah. yeah, or at least it it will be very diluted, even right. if you can give some kind of ounce of love. Um, and then vice versa. So it's like, well, you know, I have no hope for the future, so everything else falls uh, right. too as well. God addresses those things in Scripture. And so when I was looking at just kind of just works-based salvation and not realizing creation, not realizing my blessed hope, not realize, I was angstful and depressed. Time's a-wasting. I'm not adding up or anything. Now it all makes sense. Now that all of that sound theology started to make my mind yeah. a little bit more calm. Right. And, and then you grow and mm-hmm. acclimate in that environment. It didn't happen overnight. Right. It gets fatiguing. You have your moments of, <laughs> this is the rest of my life. Right, right. You know what I mean? And like, and then it goes away. And, and then it comes back. <laughs> and then it comes back. Um, but uh, I'm no longer in the therapy chair. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm no longer, um, you know, I don't qualify. <laughs> I always say that. I was like, I was like, if I had some kind of disorders that I could probably find it in that first year. Mm-hmm. But I don't qualify for those things anymore. And this right. is something that's different from, you know, Christian counseling is that I do believe that there's remedy. Right. I do believe that there's cure all. And I, I, I don't make any promises. And what I do is because I want to see how you're, but I'm not just going to say, well, your, uh, your insurance only pays for three months. So we're only going to talk for three months. No, this is years and years and years and years. This uh-huh. is picking up your cross. Mm-hmm. You will be okay. It may never go away, but it'll get better. You won't even notice it. This is how you will live. Uh-huh. This is how you will see yourself. Um, and uh, and because I'm not Gnostic, I understand f- uh, physiological dispositions sure. too as well. We'll handle those. But I, I, I say, though, those things because I look back in hindsight and I go, I am not depressed anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't have PTSD. Mm-hmm. I don't have anxiety. I have moments 
who doesn't. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I had to understand these things. Creation is beautiful. There is a judgment to go, come. God is holy. Right. I am a creature, but I am saved, loved, bought. He calls right. me son. Right. I do need to love him with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. I do need to love my neighbor. I am not allowed to sin, right. but I have also everything that I can enjoy because he gave me all things to richly enjoy. Yeah. I can create because that glorifies God. He does care about my skills. Mm -hmm. He cares about the least and, and the, the greatest. greatest. And uh, that came in full circle. When I use that, it's no longer me putting an I in front of every sentence anymore to help me with the motivations yeah. that I need to get done. Right. In my sinful self, I struggle in categories like we all do. <clears throat> right. Scheduling is a huge part of I fail. <laughs> I can't give a schedule with a darn. Oh. Um, um, or organization. I don't know. Maybe my <laughs> typical male. I don't know. You can call me a stereotype if you want. But like... Um, and, uh, pray for a wife. Like, okay, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I was like, get a toddler, get a baby. And then you will wake. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. will wait. You will be a schedule. There were, <laughs> I, I think that there are things that uh, are going to come through marriage that God is choosing to sanctify me when those, when those things take place. But like, uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, but I'm aware now. So the process has already started. Mm -hmm. Um, but I no longer, again, I'm going to go back to that, that, that saying, I no longer need to put the letter I in front of any sentence, it's God. Mm -hmm. Why are you a Christian? Well, God saved me. Right. Not because I struggled with drugs and wanted to get out of it. Yeah. So that was a part of it. Sure. I want it. Yeah. God saved me. Right. God did this. God gave me the way out. He cut the covenant. He wrote his law in my heart. He saved me. Mm -hmm. He tells me who I am. And then depression was no more the anxiety was no more mm -hmm. or at least in the disorder sense. Right, right, right. Like the, living in it the anymore. The chronic plaguing sense, yeah. right? Like the everyday experience right. of it. It wasn't ruining my everyday life. Yes. Like right. it was before. Right. Right. I had a hope, I had a foundation, right. I had a purpose. It, and I. Theology want, matters. <laughs> theology matters. And cherish those good gifts. Mm -hmm. Don't use the, just as you wouldn't use the Lord's name mm -hmm. loose and in vain. Don't use the word purpose right? like that either. Right. Purpose is intrinsically in our design. Mm -hmm. You mess with that, you're on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. A person void of it is an empty shell. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling with that, it's in Christ Christ will give it to you. Let him define it too. Well, it's like with Christ, it's, it never changes. Right. He, it's a realization of what it right. is, right? Like it's a reconciliation unto God. Peace I give you, peace I leave you, but not like the peace of the world. Mm -hmm. It is the peace of God. Right. And that, I b believe that actually means, well, now we're talking about relationship. Mm -hmm. right? It's a religion because it's a relationship. Yeah. Not, it's not a religion, it's a relationship. He does tell you how to walk and live in life. 
You need to understand that he's your God. You're a creature. Right. He tells you what to do. You're going to worship some things. You're going to so worship some things. Yeah. You need to worship him. But the purpose is so much more, more rewarding in that than anything that this world can invent. Right. Any saying like you do you can ever say <laughs> or what you can determine on your own. Right. It's God's. And it is God's purpose. Mm-hmm. He owns it. Right. You don't own it. Right. Because you didn't create yourself. Right. As soon as you understand that you're a creature, I think that uh, it'll go well for you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we have covered like a vast amount of things. Yeah. I mean, there's so much more to speak on this topic. And like we said, we'll we'll touch on it. Oh, yeah. And if you guys have your own experiences with like watching someone have bad theology and it and it is it doesn't go so well. Or if you yourself right know mm-hmm. like please we love hearing from you mm. so let us know and if you really want to do a um, a video podcast robin let, let, let's put it on the audience do you really want to see me <laughs> and robin on camera if we get enough replies we'll oh do it. yeah uh, i'll make you a promise right now we'll, we'll what, do it okay, if we what if enough, you want it what does enough mean well that's me to, <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> to determine if I, I if I see enough yeah on the, uh, if I uh, if I go okay you know if it's two no if it's <laughs> okay. 50 okay we okay. gotta do something right, I, I gotcha. don't know do something um and uh we'll throw it up on YouTube or some kind of rumble or whatever yes. the conservatives are going on nowadays I don't I don't know <laughs> I, I'm totally out of the game when it comes to those things but yeah yeah I I spend almost no time watching the news i should should probably spend more anyway let's not digress i have to go pick up my son yes let's do that we love you guys yes we do um if you're struggling with some bad theology please uh toss this uh podcast around uh to to your friends ask your pastors and always take heart he has overcome the world yeah we love you love you